Hi there, and welcome to the Grief and Rebirth podcast. I'm your host, author and trauma survivor, Irene Weinberg, here to encourage you wherever you are in your healing journey. In each episode, I chat with incredible grief and trauma specialists, healers, mediums, and celebs, as well as remarkable people who have inspiring healing stories to share. If you're looking for a podcast that's both uplifting and inspiring, you've found it. Let us help you find your joy in life. Hi, everyone. I'm just waiting for a few more people to uh, come into our our uh, waiting room, into our into our meeting here, and then I'm going to start with our introduction and what we're going to be doing for the evening. You're in for a blessing, all of you. I've done a lot of work with Seta myself. I've done a lot of healing after a profound loss that I had, and you are it's you're in for a tremendously wonderful experience. Truly from my heart. Thank you, Irene. Welcome. So we have, so I, what do you think, Seth? Should we wait a few more minutes? I would say just one or two. And I want to take a moment to thank you for inviting me and giving me this opportunity. Very generous and kind of you. And you've done so much healing work with grief and rebirth. And you've shared so many of your personal insights, as well as all the professionals that you've called for upon to share their wisdom. So I thank you for filling that hole in, in the world. Thank you. Well, you know, it's uh, for me with all the healing that I did, one of the things I did was I took my healing and I turned, I wanted to help other people in a likewise fashion. So that's why I do grief and rebirth. And that's why I bring all these healers and these mediums out to people and people who have been through terrible experiences and they've been able to, heal from them and go on uh, to move forward in their lives. And, and um, I'm very, very, I get, I get a lot of um, comments that it's helping so many people. And I'm just grateful. I'm filled with gratitude that this is what I did. I took, I took what happened to me and I, and I, I, I made the lemonade out of it to pass it on to others, to move it, to pass it forward. Well, that's um, something that is actually required of all of us to learn a life lesson, and then to share that wisdom with others. So thank you. Thank you. Well, you're part of that, Setsa, because you helped me to heal in many ways. So I am, I am a, uh, an advocate, a believer. I am a role model. I am proof that it works. I have been down kicking, screaming, and done the whole, done the whole thing. And here I am. So hi, hello, Lisa from Morristown, New Jersey. Welcome. We have some people filling in the chats. I'm sure we can get to that a little later. Roseanne is from Attleboro, Massachusetts. I see Brett. Hey, Brett. It's my buddy, Brett. Uh, so glad you're with us. Carmen from Iowa City. Hi, Roseanne. I guess, well, let's wait for Fran Blanco was entering the waiting room. Oh, thank you, Brett. Oh my gosh, it's worth your showing up just to tell me that. Thank you. 
It's been so good to see you always. And here's Susan. Hello, Susan. So let's make it an even 20 and then we'll start. And I know there are more who are coming on. Yes, I mean, this is being recorded, so it will be available to you in the future to revisit. And each time you actually listen, I am sure that you will receive a different and separate healing because it's all intention driven. You shall see. This is all going to be uh, re recorded and going on to my Grief and Rebirth podcast next week. So you can experience this again. And I just want to introduce all of you from my heart to Seta Arash Shahinian. She's an energetic healer and a conduit of healing and transformation for people throughout the world. She can perceive the energetic template that encompasses a person's mind, body, and soul. And she can identify the patterns, states, and conditions that define this current lifetime for us. This is going to be a very intimate event and your Seta is going to look at with us the impact upon one's mind, body, and soul regarding the traumas, grief, anxiety, and suffering generally experienced after the loss of a loved one. It is common for grieving souls to escape into the past, into their memories of happier times, and an event to fill the void and loneliness of living their present life without their loved one. Seta will discuss how energy release can allow you to live fully again, and I can testify to that because after my husband died next to me in a, in a tragic car accident, she was the one, she helped pull me through and get me to where part of, she's part of why I'm here with all of you today. Um, she will discuss how energy release can allow you to live fully again. And this insight filled event is going to end with a mini healing for all of us. This is truly a blessing for all of us. So let me ask you so that everyone can understand what you're going to be doing, what you do. Can you give us a brief explanation of energetic structure? So as to better understand how we might be impacted or how we are impacted by a sudden shock or grief. It would be an honor. Um, Ellie, if you could please um, post the first picture. First and foremost, I wanted to demonstrate or for you to be able to easily visualize what an intact structure looks like. So we have a silhouette of a human being and above is the center above, above the crown chakra. And this denotes everything that we have faith in. And we are aligned with and directly beneath the bounty of God's divine gifts, blessings, and abundance. This is how we become receptive and retentive. And you can see that the structure here is intact, meaning she is or he is fully in alignment with source ready, willing, and able to receive the bounty of God's divine abundance. We have beneath her, she is standing upon the center below. And the center below denotes everything that you are grounded in, your reality, that you experience in your everyday life. So for example, I'm a mother of three, I'm an energetic healer, I live in Wyckoff, New Jersey, all of that is in my center below. That's my reality. 
But in addition, we have these equidistant strands. And I refer to these strands as identity strands because they cumulatively represent every aspect of our identity, where we've come from, our perception of ourselves, how others perceive us, um, how we would describe ourselves, our intrauterine experience, everything that cumulatively reflects your identity. And in order to be healthy, in order to be able to progress and evolve, in order to be able to take action, all of our identity strands have to be embedded in the center above and in the center below. Okay, can we now move to the next picture? You can see that this person has suffered greatly. When the center above shatters, because we lack the resources, the tools, the wherewithal to cope with some tragedy, some travesty or calamity that is occurring in our life, the center above will shatter and the identity strands that were once embedded in those areas can no longer sustain that form and structure and they will become unlatched, they will detach and they are also contaminated with the same negative beliefs or negative emotions that caused us to shatter in the first place. But you cannot destroy an identity strand. So the identity strand gives form and structure to that negative energy. And you can see, let's say, for example, you can see that there is an identity strand emanating from the heart of the silhouette. That is because this person suffered a heartbreak. So depending upon the emotion that causes us to shatter, that emotion will dictate where the identity strand will become um, embedded within or thrust out of. In this case, it's coming out of the heart chakra. And the person will develop what we call a parallel reality. Now, the identity strands always give purpose and function and allow us to take action. So here we have an area in this person's life where there is complete paralysis because the person has shattered, they are fragmented, and they are no longer perfectly in alignment with source. Perhaps maybe in certain areas of their life, they can still function. Perhaps, for example, the person may still be able to go to work or the, they may still be able to take care of certain necessities, but there are very fragmented aspects of their life in which they cannot function and they are really suffering from severe paralysis. If a person had a responsibility that they conducted expertly in the past, that very same responsibility becomes an impossibility for them to um, fulfill effectively if that identity strand is no longer present in the center above mm. and center below. So we really need to learn how to recreate a structure, purify, cleanse, and liberate the identity strands of the negative emotions, dissolve and disintegrate parallel realities, and then re-embed 
the newly purified identity strand once again in an intact center above and center below. The center above denotes everything that we have faith in, and the center below is our reality. So without faith in ourselves, or in this life that we have, or in God, or in our family, in our ability to perform well, whatever the area in which we are lacking faith, if this is not healed, we suffer. And we are truly no longer the same people that we once were prior to having um, undergone uh, a travesty, a calamity, or a significant loss. So Seta, I want to ask you, I see the, um, the changes that go on on an energetic level when a person has had trauma, grief, and whatever. How does that affect the person structurally in their body? Because I'm sure it affects their health also. Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting. When the energetic <clears throat> blockages will ensue, when we no longer have the ability to process. So what happens is that when we shatter, there are many aspects of our energetic structure that become fragmented and fractured and actually allow uh, for negative energy to come in because we are significantly more um, vulnerable um, and susceptible to, I'm going to say, to the absorption of negative energy, right? Like attracts like. So where when we are in a state of tremendous grief and despair. And that is what is emanating from us based on the law of attraction. It is highly likely that we will attract even more um, incidences that are difficult for us to contend with. And in our diminished state, that becomes even more profoundly debilitating. So when we have boundaries and we have shields, our energetic structure has to be repaired. We have to understand that it's not simply um, I'm going to say the word talking or, or reliving the past. When we are mired in the past and we're constantly reliving uh, the grief or the, the, the loss that we have endured, the energy body does not understand the reference to time. There is no dimension of time. So we actually re-injure ourselves over and over and over again. And that's devastating. How can you possibly heal your structure and move on when you're living in the past and you're constantly um, reliving the tragedy of your past and you're mired in a state of grief? And now in the center below, we have containers for grief and we have containers for depression and um, instability or anxiety. All of these common consequences that occur after we suffer a significant loss and now our identity strands are embedded in these negative containers. I mean, it's really devastating. And it's an area where we can help tremendously. So not only do people suffer from the blockages and the, emo and the emotional problems, they structurally they also do. So when they suppress or repress their pain and their grief, what happens to them? You're talking about timelines. You're talking about the ramifications of living in the past. So what happens when people don't move forward to heal? So. A lot of times people don't have the resources. Sometimes they refuse help. They don't seek support or assistance. And they sort of you know, close their, themselves off and they, they have an aversion to company. 
you know that's what we say in homeopathy they don't they have an they have an aversion to even being consoled and sometimes they simply repress and suppress things and what that looks like is oftentimes the person will create a closet and they'll put all of their pain and suffering in a closet and they'll they'll close the door and they think they'll think that they actually processed their grief but in reality they didn't have the skills to do so and that blockage is generally in an organ and it completely prohibits energetic flow and if something doesn't have resources the resources of energetic sustenance and nurturance pathology will ensue 100 percent of the time if you have um, taken that negative energy and you've put it in the closet and you close the door you're going to get sick i have seen it not once not twice i'm going to say a thousand times at this point i'll know that an area of disease for example the thyroid is very common uh, the emotion of guilt for example commonly or emotional instability commonly blocks the thyroid and i'll see that there are just so many closets in that thyroid stuffed with emotions and i know that that person's thyroid isn't going to heal unless we find all the hidden alcoves and hidden you know boxes within that that thyroid and we open it up and we're able to release the negative emotions and hopefully um, allow for energy once again to flow unhindered through those areas that were previously closed off. And what are some other areas that might cause concern for a person who's living with chronic grief or relives their trauma? Are there other are there other? Yes, there are. Um, you know, when we think a negative thought repetitively, we are immediately planting negative seeds before us. And those negative seeds congeal and solidify and create patterns of energy. Those patterns of energy, based on the law of attraction, emanate from us. And we will once again see reflected back to us more of the same. But the problem is this when they solidify, they create substantial patterns and constructs that we might even be able to refer to as hexes curses evil eyes or jinxes and so once you've created and established a negative pattern that permeates the entirety of your essence and being you are mired to that state you are attached to that state and time and again you are compelled to attract the same in your life so we pay a very, very high price for sitting in our pain, for dwelling in our pain, for indulging our pain. We, we harm ourselves tremendously in so many ways, because even when we pass in this lifetime, if a negative state is indelibly imprinted upon our souls, and oftentimes when we experience something as grievous as pain, for example, the loss of someone we love, it will transfer from one lifetime to the other. For example, you know, I think the most horrific pain a person can endure is the loss of a child. And I can't tell you how many times in my private practice, um, a woman has sought assistance for infertility. And when I scan her, I see that she has made a vow 
in a past life that she will never be a mother again because she endured such a horrific pain and suffered such grief at the loss of a child that she would she promised herself that she would never endure even the risk of such a loss and so that kind of vow carries forward from lifetime to lifetime and it happens because the person didn't have adequate resources to cope with their grief and you know i think of i think of a parent who for example has suffered such a tremendous loss and she may have other children or he may have other children that are alive but when we are living on a timeline that has expired when we refuse to let go of the past because our loved one is only alive in the past so when we move on we know we're leaving that loved one behind that's that's a very difficult thing to accept and to live with but if we choose to do so we're not living our lives and you know god has blessed us with life and we're supposed to learn from an experience we're supposed to grow from an experience in order to evolve but more than that imagine the harm of being paralyzed in the past when you have other children that are alive that need you so there are so many people in dire circumstances who really need help who need to shift timelines and you know oftentimes this is when i might pray and ask god to to remove that traumatic timeline to literally um, take away that expired timeline we can't do it but we can pray and we can ask God to do that. And you do most of your healing to work with these energy, energetic situations through prayer. I do. You get assistance from the other side. I do. I, I'm, I'm merely a conduit. And, you know, I'm scanning the person. I'm seeing where are they most um, damaged? Where are the deficits in their structure? What patterns are present? What patterns have to be dissolved and disintegrated in order for the person to have freedom? And, and you have to know that, you know, negative energies also really play a role in this. For example, let's say I went to the movies and uh, it was a, a tragedy and the heroine died and everybody's crying in the middle of this movie theater. And there's this, this energy of grief that just cloaks everyone. I can leave the movie theater. I can stop thinking about the pain and grief that this woman endured, let's say. And that grief will dissipate. But based on the law of attraction, once again, if I have a modicum of grief within me and I think about grief and all that transpired during the movie, I'm going to, based on the law of attraction, draw in that negative energy that was around me and it will amplify my own grief so if initially my grief was a one or a two now my grief is going to be a three or four and i'm going to feel that so we need to be able to dissolve negative energies as well we need to be able to learn how to dissolve patterns of curses and hexes and all these different constructs states and conditions that we sort of brought to life by our incorrect indulgences. And I, I can't imagine doing that without divine support. You know, it's interesting because I think people often 
think that other people give them evil eyes, but you, I've learned that I can give myself an evil eye. I can give yes. myself a hex from the way I am processing and thinking about things. Yes, these are all, all they do is they denote different levels of limitation that we impose upon ourselves due to the consequences of our incorrect thoughts, words, and deeds. Mm. And if you think about it, you know, we're talking about grief here. We're talking about significant loss of someone we love. I truly believe that God is love. And I feel that God's love can fill the void within us. But we have to pray. We have to reach out and we have to ask for help. And if we don't, we are truly suffering needlessly. So speaking of prayer, should we start to pray? What do you think, Setha? Are you ready for this mini healing? That I we're do, you know, Spirit is reminding me of, of one other very detrimental consequence. When people are in um, a chronic state of grief, they generally don't want to live. Because after all, if they pass, they can be with the, the, their loved one who also passed. And the person can create a lot of death wishes and death vows that invite terminal illnesses into their lives and even more suffering. I can't stress how important it is for a person to just truly be introspective and understand the consequences of their actions and know that they do want to live. Deep down, they do want to live because that's why God gave them life. And so we have to make sure that that person doesn't um, indulge the negative to such a degree that they would forsake their own life. And can you imagine when that happens to a mother or a father who has other children that they have to care for? It's, it's very difficult. Well, my favorite expression to agree with you with that, Setha, is when I lost my husband, I was in such despair, as you know, and I was, I was, I was a mess. And I did all of this healing and my son, who was 21, when my, my, my husband was buried on my son's 21st birthday, my son said about three or four years after I was into my healing, mom, there has been nothing worse than seeing you in complete despair and nothing better than seeing you being able to have joy again. So I, that is one of the reasons I do what I do, because I want people to know that you're healing, not only for yourself, but you're being a role model for it's, others in your life. And you're not, and therefore you're not bringing them down also. And I just wanted to elaborate just a little bit about grief because, you know, it's not just the grief of losing someone you love. It can be the grief of losing a position of esteem, employment, suffering due to an accident, for example, mm -hmm. you know, a heartbreak in a relationship or an estrangement between family members or friends. There are so many different contributory factors to grief. Um, many times when people become ill as well, you know, they, they enter into a state of hopelessness and grief. And all of these situations cause us to shatter, including just simply hearing bad news. So what we're going to be doing today has a widespread, um, can have a widespread impact and can help us overcome more than just a simple, not a simple grief, a, a singular form of grief, I should say. Okay.
Yes? Yes, that's right. right. I think we should, I think we should begin. We're ready. So first and foremost, if you are not hydrated, I would highly recommend that you drink some water as water is the conductor of energy. Okay. And we're going to go back to that. I see that there's one other point in a question and I'm going to answer that in the end. Okay. Please um, make sure that you're not crossing your arms and your legs so that energy can flow easily throughout. And if you want to lay down, if you want to sit, it doesn't matter. You're more than welcome to do either whatever's comfortable for you. Okay. If you're wearing a hat, I'm going to ask you to take it off. <laughs> because you want you want your crown chakra to be open and uh, you want to be able to receive abundantly i'm going to provide you with a visualization exercise today and i'm going to explain it first i want you to take a moment and to think about a trauma to select a specific trauma that you know you have yet to let go of. And I'm going to ask you to transform that trauma and personify it as if it was a, a rock. Just imagine that trauma as a rock. And I want you to put that rock in a container. And around that rock, I want you to visualize a coil, a band, like a roll that just surrounds it, layer upon layer. And this represents the resistance that you have to letting go. So the rock is the trauma, it's the grief, it's the despair, it's the hopelessness, it's that event. It could be a singular event, or it could be even a general state of anxiety, for example, or grief. And then the resistance is around it. While I pray, I'm going to ask you to visualize light coming in. And that light is going to unravel slowly that band and give it time. Many of these situations have been with us for years and years, and they are very repressed or suppressed, or they're very habitual. So it takes time to dissolve the resistance that we have to letting go. So as I pray, you're going to begin to unravel and unravel this band. Eventually, it's going to disappear. And then we see the rock. And you have choices. You can imagine a laser beam of light coming and shaving off parts of that rock. You can imagine it exploding. You can imagine God with a, a sledgehammer shattering it to pieces. You can imagine vacuuming it. I'm going to leave you to your imagination for you to visualize what you need to do. We are going to be doing this with our eyes closed. The reason why is because when your eye is open, you're working on the level of the conscious mind. 
but we need to get to the level of the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind only takes precedence and is only mm, accessible when our eyes are closed. So imagine that I'm going to be praying and you're going to receiving light from the universe, from source, but at the same time, you're going to be working on the level of the subconscious mind. So God is going to be dissolving these patterns, these states and conditions externally while you do the same internally. This is a true cooperative, co-creating healing process. Okay. I'm going to declare my intention first now. I am one with my creator and my creator is one with me. Merged with God and my higher self, I am the ever humble, faithful and grateful recipient, conduit and witness to God's divine orchestrations, synchronicities, wondrous healings, abundant blessings and miracles unfolding before me. Amen. I'm going to recite a very simple prayer of protection. God, please take me within your loving embrace and keep me safe. Fill the void within me with your unconditional love and light. Provide for me always and guide me to be and to do my very best. Save me from the allurements and temptations of sin. Illuminate my mind, enlighten my soul, fortify my body so that I may best serve as an instrument of your divine will. Amen. I'm going to ask for you to please visualize your higher self. Your higher self is the aspect of your soul that is not incarnated in your body. It holds the wisdom of your entire past, all that you have achieved, all that you have learned, and all that you have yet to accomplish in this life in order to fulfill your life's purpose and your soul's mission. I'm going to ask God to merge with your higher self and to imbue, instill, and infuse your higher self with unconditional love and light. And I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit that carries out the will of God and conveys the word of God to also merge with your higher self. I ask God to place a waterfall of light around us. And as we bring down our higher self, I ask for this waterfall of light to wipe away, to wash away, energetic debris and blockages and obstacles and all that is impure and unholy. And while your higher self comes down, I am going to pray. Thank you, God, for taking us to the garden of creation, purification, liberation and deliverance. And there within this perfectly constructed and sealed container of sacred geometry. Please infuse the required frequencies, sounds, colors, vibrations, 
waves and energies that will set us free of the burdens, debts, pain and suffering that encumber us and weigh intolerably upon our minds, bodies and souls. We glorify and praise God for eliminating all inferior and alien timelines as we co-create and live upon the most superlative timeline, trajectory and life path now and forevermore. Amen. And I ask God to invite all of the beautiful divine beings of love and light, the ascended masters, the master healers, physicians and surgeons, the alchemists, the divine communicators and teachers and purveyors of wisdom, truth and divine consciousness, all that God wishes to see reflected in our thoughts, words and deeds. And I ask God to please invite and call upon all legions and classes of angels and saints, apostles, prophets, guides and guardians and members of the Galactic Federation and the White Brotherhood of Light who stand upon the bedrock of Christ consciousness and our beloved personal guides and guardians. Thank you one and all for being present, for your collaborative gifts and blessings, for your collaborative strength and swords to defeat all evil, and for your joining us in prayer as you pray upon us, with us, for us, and exponentially amplify our prayers as the messenger angels take our prayers directly to the holy altar of God, and we rejoice as we receive from God the answers to our prayers. Thank you one and all for individualizing and personalizing this healing each and every time they repeat this recording. May they receive exactly what they require. May they release harmoniously. May everything that is released be taken directly to the light. Thank you, God, for taking us all to the garden of creation that we specifically require. And thank you for presiding over this healing and determining all of our individual needs. I'm going to add one more protection prayer because I know how vulnerable the structure of someone who has undergone such grief and despair is. With faith, love and gratitude, we glorify and praise our beloved creator for placing an insurmountable force field of love, light and sound around me and mine. We thank God for infusing, instilling and imbuing into our entire essence and being, the required frequencies, vibrations and energies that render us impenetrable and perpetually protected from all malevolent forces and energies. We thank God for rendering us resilient and fortified as we repel, expunge and dispel all internal and external evils, harm, limitations and disease. We glorify and praise God for weaving an impregnable container of protection around our entire perimeter that obscures and renders us invisible and inaccessible to all evils and harm. We are grateful to God 
for detaching, disarming, and decimating all present and potential, known and unknown, seen and unseen evils and harm that exist within any and all realities, realms, and universes, wherein we have been, are currently present, or will be in the future. Amen. And now we come to the time when we are going to be dissolving the specific trauma that we haven't been able to process yet on our own. We are declaring our intention to let go when we select the specific incident that still takes up so much space in our minds, that still burdens and harms us today, as it has in the past. By utilizing visualization, we are including our conscious and subconscious mind, and God is helping us heal externally by pouring love and light upon us, and we are approaching the same problem internally with our thoughts and intentions. Okay. Remember, you're going to imagine light coming in and unraveling this resistance first and foremost. And in between each sentence, I'm going to say, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. And if you want to repeat in your mind silently with your eyes closed, please join me. Thank you, God, for unraveling, untying, undoing and uncreating this wound and trauma this pain and grief i have been unwilling and unable to release and let go lord have mercy lord have mercy grateful for your mercy lord thank you god for eliminating all resistance to letting go as i choose to unburden and enlighten my mind body and soul lord have mercy lord have mercy grateful for your mercy lord Thank you, God, for sending forth the angels, apostles, saints, and guides, as well as other divine guests and beings of light to heal and restore me to the balance, peace, purity, and perfection of my original birth. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for separating all evil alien energies from me that prohibit me from letting go and from coming to terms with my loss and this reality as I consciously choose to live in the now and fully let go. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for the blessings of your merciful grace that empower me to take back my power and release my burdened, encumbered past. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for helping to allay and release my fears and anxieties that prohibit my progress. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for taking away the negative energies and entities that incessantly hold me captive and hostage 
to repeating the same negative, undesirable thoughts and behaviors time and again. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for identifying and targeting all that must cease to be in order for me to be pure and free. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for extracting from this burdensome timeline the wounds and traumas, the grief and pain that I have held on to, all that heretofore has defined my reality. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for surrounding me in a love and light so profound as to infiltrate, penetrate, and permeate the entirety of my essence and being. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for nullifying and eliminating all that has previously obstructed me from reaching out in prayer and requesting your divine support, guidance, assistance, directives, protection, and interventions in my daily life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for permitting me to release the guilt that disempowers me and renders me inherently unworthy as I seek to punish myself for my inadequacies, mistakes, and misdeeds. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for restoring my faith in myself as I am ready, willing, and able to contend with all that I encounter, including the travesties and calamities, the trials and tribulations, the disappointments and failures that have rendered me frozen and paralyzed in the past. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for ensuring I'm able to regain my focus as I'm once again alert, for you have brought me back to my senses, and my mind has the clarity to forge ahead and create the changes I seek to make. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for releasing my confusion, uncertainties and anxieties as I once again gain access to my resources, powers, abilities, talents, skills, gifts, and blessings that allow me to be self-reliant and independent as I reassume authority and responsibility over my own life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God for removing the barrage of incessant thoughts that bring me back to the past and prohibit me from letting go and living in the now. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for disallowing me 
to remain on an expired timeline from the past that causes me to be disabled and prevents me from living and enjoying the blessings of this life you have granted. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for empowering me to release this grief and despair that has enslaved my heart, mind, body, and soul. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for orchestrating the synchronicities of life that allow me to give and receive love, to share and exchange love, as I allow for new encounters and relationships to fill the void in my life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for rooting and grounding me in the present as I choose to live in the now, entrenched in your unconditional love and light that binds me to only that which is fruitful, loving, kind, and good in my life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for helping me dislodge this heaviness and weight upon me that restricts my breath and prevents me from being at ease, calm and relaxed. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for helping me realize that I am safe, secure, stable and protected each time I pray and request your loving presence to accompany me throughout my daily life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for infusing and instilling your unconditional love and light within me, for displacing all that has previously prohibited me from moving on, from living in the now, from cultivating new response patterns that allow me to thrive and flourish, to progress and evolve as I choose to love and enjoy my life. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for bringing my attention to all the gifts and blessings that are abundant in my life today, all that I have previously neglected to celebrate and express my deepest appreciation and gratitude for. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for creating a new energetic structure and template to replace the damaged, fragmented, and shattered remains that sustain the shock of having lost a significant love, a terrible disappointment, and or devastating failure, from which I have yet to recover until now. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for unveiling the hidden recesses wherein I have stored and closeted my grief depression, anxiety, pain, powerlessness, hopelessness, instability, and despair. Reveal and extract all that I have repressed and suppressed until each hidden recess is vacated 
until your love and light flows unhindered and fluidly without encountering a single blockage or obstacle throughout or within. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for helping me confront my inner truth and my deepest fears with courage and persistence until I address and resolve my greatest problems and concerns with your holy presence by my side now and forevermore. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for empowering me to take back my power from all evils that persist in holding me captive to the sadness, gloominess, depression, and despair that ensued after I experienced significant loss and grief in my life. Please prohibit me, Lord, from remaining paralyzed in the past. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. And thank you, God, for perfectly purifying, healing, and liberating me from all that precludes me from living in a state of acceptance. As I choose to release my anger, grief, guilt, and denial of all that has transpired in my past. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for wiping the slate clean of all that has kept me in a state of grief, depression, anxiety, instability, hopelessness, powerlessness, paralysis, and despair. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for creating a new structure with new resources, powers, and abilities that allow me to learn from the past, let go, evolve, and progress. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for this new ideal superlative timeline you have superimposed upon my current reality, thereby displacing and replacing all that has previously prohibited me from living in the now, from living upon a fruitful, fortuitous, and fulfilling life path and trajectory. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Grateful for your mercy, Lord. Thank you, God, for the blessings of your merciful grace and unconditional love and light that render me eternally blessed. Amen. Now, some of you may have completed your visualization process prior to my having completed the prayer. In order to ascertain if you've actually let go, you can visualize the very same incident or trauma or grief and see if it elicits the same negative emotion from you or not. If you completed this process very quickly, it's probable that you did not go to the depths that you needed to in order to complete the healing. Try again. And if you did, and you double check, and you don't feel that same negative state or condition, you can begin another process. I did want to include 
two other prayers because I really feel that timelines are so important. So I'm going to ask you to just receive. You don't have to. If you still have part of your visualization that remains incomplete, please continue. If not, if you feel that you want to pause, you can simply listen to this next part and just take it in. Merciful Lord, please track the very inception of this undesirable timeline and all traumas, wounds and events that transpired to create a divergence from my ideal life path and trajectory. Deliver me and mine of each and every undesirable incidents and subsequent consequences that have contributed to this traumatic timeline that you are now graciously removing in whole, in its entirety, from my current reality. As all individual parts and the totality of all contributory factors, as well as all interwoven minute details are all perfectly extracted and released permanently, along with the whole entire traumatic timeline, as if it had never existed, nor had the contributory causative factors, agents, events, happenstances, shocks, traumas, travesties, challenges, trials, tribulations, tragedies and calamities that would have otherwise derailed us from thriving upon our most superlative timeline. Thank you, God, for rewinding me to the beginning and prohibiting me from experiencing all that would have otherwise culminated in the creation of a traumatic life-altering timeline. Please eliminate all residual vestiges and remnants, references and traces, scars and wounds, symptoms and complaints, damages and deficits, inabilities and disabilities, abnormalities and deformities, defects and degeneration from ever having taken place, as if you had completely prevented the initial trauma from occurring and from altering my life path. Thank you, Lord, for delving into the subconscious as well as conscious mind, thereby identifying and targeting all inappropriate conditioned response patterns, all crystallized negative belief systems, all misperceptions, misconvictions and misconclusions that came to be during these traumatic times. Please dissolve, disintegrate, and extract any and all residual references or thoughts that were created as a consequence of these traumas, wounds, and events. Please fill the void with the antithesis and allow for me to expect the best to happen as I attain, maintain, and sustain my highest potential as I continue to live, thrive, flourish, and evolve as the wisdom, enlightenment, and illumination of my superconscious mind, my higher self and my Lord prevail above all, supplanting all previous beliefs and undesirable thoughts, words, and deeds, thereby disintegrating and dissolving an entire traumatic timeline 
as if it had never existed heretofore. Thank you, God, for the grace of your mercy, as I am the fortuitous recipient of miraculous healings and new beginnings with abundant blessings and a fruitful, fulfilling, healthy, happy, prosperous, peaceful, balanced, ideal life filled to the brim with the very best that love and life have to offer now and forevermore. Thy will be done, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. I can't stress how important it is to cultivate an appropriate response to stress and to reaffirm, to be introspective, to, to look within and see are these thoughts conducive to creating a healthy life? Are these thoughts damaging us? The more we are aware and conscious of how we think, the more we take the time to monitor our thoughts, words, and deeds, the healthier our response pattern is going to be. Many times I find that people don't want to feel dead inside. They don't want to feel like a zombie. And when they indulge their grief, it makes them feel alive because it's so painful. Please don't give in to that desire to feel pain. We have to find a healthier substitute. Okay. I'm going to almost end with this next prayer, which is called Awaken My Senses. All knowing God, Awaken my senses and perceptions, alert my conscious and subconscious mind, and integrate into my thoughts, beliefs, and reality your divine truths, wisdom, and consciousness reflected in all that I think, speak, and do. Illuminate and enlighten me, Lord, until I perceive, understand, interpret, and evaluate my identity, life, and reality through your divine lens and observations. Enable me to envision my life and reality in accordance to your divine will and empower me to pursue my inner calling and realize the vision you have instilled within me. Heighten my intuition, Lord, and assign to me all the divine beings of love and light to partake in my daily life, to inspire, assist, guide, instruct, and direct me as I pursue fulfilling my life's purpose and my soul's mission without faltering under the canopy of your divinity, domain and dominion. I gratefully receive and enjoy your divine intervention, protection, provisions, orchestrations, synchronicities and abundant blessings each and every day of my fruitful, fortuitous and fulfilling life now and forevermore, amen. I'm going to close with the Lord's Prayer and one other of gratitude. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, 
the power and the glory, now and forever and ever. Amen. And Spirit is telling me that I need to add this one prayer, which I had not anticipated, but when it's a live event, we are working with energy that is alive, and some of you need this one as well. And it's a very simple prayer, a prayer for purity. I pray that everything that is released is taken harmoniously and directly to the light. Thank you, God, for repeating, for recording and repeating these prayers until all our objectives have been accomplished in accordance to your divine will. Almighty God, as you place your holy hands upon me, please identify and recognize within my essence and being all that is good and all that is purely me. All knowing and all seeing God, as you place your loving hands upon me, please recognize and identify all that is evil and all that is other than me. Invincible God, please distinguish the difference and eliminate all that is alien, impure and unholy from my consciousness and existence. As I emerge purified, liberated and exclusively me within my essence and being. I am rooted and grounded in my faith and I'm grateful to be blessed and anointed with your holy love and light now and forevermore. Amen. I am the embodiment of love and I bow my head in gratitude as I praise you, Lord. I am the embodiment of love and I bow my head in gratitude as I serve you, Lord. I am the embodiment of love and I bow my head in gratitude as we are united. And I am one with you, Lord, in practice, in purpose and in service. And I want to thank God and all of the beautiful divine beings of love and light who participated in today's prayer and today's healing individually and collectively. Thank you for placing your seals upon us. Thank you for ensuring that in the future, these seals will serve as a, a warning that they will be triggered each time we are at the precipice of committing a mistake, of indulging incorrect thoughts, words, and deeds, of being encroached upon by evil or being derailed from living on our most ideal life path. Thank you, thank you, thank you, God, from whom all blessings flow. Thy will be done, Lord, on earth as it is in heaven. That was wonderful, Seta. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I wanted to say that there are other tools available. Of course, you know, essential oils are amazing in releasing trauma that's also been embedded within us. And homeopathy also has some wonderful, wonderful grief remedies that can dissolve grief that's been literally present for decades. I want you to know that there are so many options that we have. It's just so important to reach out and to ask for help and to not think that you are stuck. We're not stuck. We have so many resources. Sometimes we just need a little support, a helping hand. If you know that there are people that will also benefit from this, please share, because it all comes down to sharing and, and giving 
and know that God has so much love for us all. We are all just one, one prayer away from transformation and liberation from this grief. That's wonderful. Thanking and thinking of transformation and liberation. We have a few future events coming up, don't we, Shetha? We do. We do. This was supposed to be a, a 20 minute healing, but I knew that 20 minutes would not be enough to really create the substantial change and transformation that I always seek to offer. So on November 2nd, we have release suffering from the grief, depression, anxiety, and void of lost love. And that's a two hour webinar. And I think it will be profound. And uh, I encourage you all to partake. And they'll be hearing all about that. We'll be notifying everyone. They'll be getting all the notices. Yes. Of something else going on uh, yes. for Thanksgiving, right? Around yes, I always, every year, I try and, and uh, provide a, a complimentary healing again. And, and you can go to the past ones. They are on my website at www.ehealings.com under events. And um, there are a number of complimentary webinars that you can see that have been recorded and are available to everyone. And uh, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to do it the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, because I know everybody's very busy. So it might probably be the Wednesday after Thanksgiving that I will offer um, a gift from me to everyone. And then on December 18th, I have a world prayer. Every soul counts. If you could please sign up and register, that's also um, just your gift to the world by being present in prayer. Thank you. Thank you one and all. I'm so grateful. And I've already heard from someone who said this is just the most beautiful, uh, session this is a, such a blessing and there is a link for your next healing is right here in the chat box and um we hope to see you all on the second yes many more times and i have to put in a plug for grief and rebirth podcast because like this there are so many wonderful so many more wonderful events and interviews and going on there yes thank you irene for inviting me Thank you. And, and I just want to reiterate, you know, next week, for example, when this podcast goes live, you can do, you can repeat the healing and you will just pick a different trauma, a different incident in your life, and you can use it over and over again. And that's the beauty of, of prayer. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And God bless each and every one of you. From our hearts. Yes, always. Always. Mm -hmm.